Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And this is our second season of Good Swill Hunting, so we had to change things up. You know, I had new open, you know, we have new beers, and we're going to have a lot more fun, I think, this season. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I was really hoping that the new opener would have a little bit more edgy sound like Nickelback. <laughs> we should do a Nickelback free season, I think. I think we should, we should put Nickelback where it belongs. Yes. In the past. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. All right, so we're all assembled. We got the whole team. We got Matt, we got Ryan, we got Blaine, and I'm here with you as well. That was a long break. It was a long break, but you know, there was a reason for it. We were all on our separate sabbaticals on our search for swill. We were swill searching, you know? And I, and I think we found, we seriously have like 15 lined up, ready to go, ready to drink these. We're Good cooling ones. them. And we're going to drink them all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you would do that, too. I'd love to. We should get you 15 beers deep into an episode. See how that sounds. Let's, let's try it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we kind of wanted to give you an idea of where we were. Uh, first of all, Blaine did a great recap of our first season. And today will be Beer 30. I was, I was saying I beer felt 30? like Garth. You, you know, when Wayne, when Wayne walked off the set. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job, man. It was oh, really, nice. it was well done. Why and, did I? Am I the only one who thought Garth Brooks when he said <laughs> Garth? You really are. Yes, old. you were the only one. Uh, so, Matt, <laughs> let's talk about uh, one of our upcoming beers. So, we've got all these beers that we're going to do. We sure. got from all over the country because we kind of, you know, we we kind of hit up the a lot of the domestic stuff that was where you could find it in most big grocery stores. But now we've really stretched out, and we've started finding beers from all over the country that you can't really find everywhere. And you were in Texas. I was in Texas. Over. So what'd you find for us? Uh, I got us a six-pack of Lone Star Pounders. Nice. And, uh, you know, I like it. It's it's my go-to Texas beer when I'm there for mm -hmm. my daily drinking beer. Was that how the Texas two-sip was born? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. But they don't sell bush ice down there so when i whenever i go down there i have to settle for a non-ice really? beer are you being serious they don't have bush ice in I texas have, i have never found an ice beer except for maybe bud ice but uh, so what'd you drink lone star so it's a little lower abv you feel like your liver got cleared out a little bit maybe i didn't wake up with a hangover like like I did 45 minutes ago. Oh gosh. You did just wake up. We should yeah. probably note that. Yeah, thank you for joining us for waking up at like to join us at 8 o'clock at night for the recording. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> so we will do Lone Star in a couple days. But yeah, good morning, Matt. Thank you for being with us on this podcast. <laughs> Brian, you had some uh, adventures too. And this is one of the reasons we had to have a couple gap episodes because we were all, you know, doing what we needed to do so we can get this thing uh, on the road and you were out in colorado yeah but i was in, in search of swell not swill uh, <laughs> i was out in colorado for Trader. the uh, annual craft of brewers conference for my uh, actual real day job um and it, it, what it, what it, this is, it's all the, the crapperies in the country, um, ideally all the crapperies in the country, they get together once a year, 
there are as a trade show there are seminars there are learning tracks you get breweries and planning uh through to you know breweries that have been around for for uh you know decades um all independently owned breweries it's it's really a, quite a special event so it's not just an excuse to get together and drink beer well there is a lot of beer drinking and, and this year it was kind of like craft brewers conference uh, light uh, just because normally it takes place in the spring this year it took place in the fall um, the next one is next spring, and right now hops harvest is going on, um, and with the COVID spikes across the country, mm. there weren't a lot of brewers there. So the last day of the trade show, it was more or less a beer festival for vendors because nice. nobody stopped by our booth. So all the vendors just went around to the beer pouring stations and were slam- sampling beer all day <laughs> so long. So set the stage for me. There's just a bunch of guys with with their own like areas and they have beer their beer pouring stations yeah. set up everywhere so imagine your trade show your any trade show you ever been to yeah. um but this thing is like its own city and you have everything from full equipment manufacturers with full brew houses set up what are, so a you're lot a of huge are, convention center it, oh, sound, yeah. it oh, yeah. sounds like willy wonka's <laughs> it beer. really is it really is and and you'll have you'll have these guys these equipment manufacturers setting a million dollar brew houses that are actually on their way to a brewery and so you'll see oh. the name as future brew system for you know blah 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 brewing through to marketing companies for breweries um keg manufacturers for breweries anything that goes into the making okay. a beer is there and then to keep everybody juiced there are pouring stations <laughs> so as a vendor you could say hey i'd like to sponsor a pouring station and then you just stop by there and get your cup filled up wow. throughout the day are there like and- company strategies to prevent from you know, making poor decisions. Poor decisions. <laughs> yeah, we made sure that our we Is made that sure that our hotel was right next to the convention center. <laughs> oh, that's there you smart. Go. Oh, yeah, very but, smart. But, but really, I mean, it's, it it is informative. It is fun, but there is a lot of drinking. When I kid you not, when I was coming through the um, security coming back, and um, when they did the X ray on me, they had a pat down around my liver. It was freaking showing up <laughs> on, on, on the, the X ray. Nice. The guys like turn around, let me pat you down. And I look over, and it's like all yellow there. I'm like, huh. Something's in flames. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you went from like some of the, the best beers in the country to come back and well, do the swill with us. And what was really cool <laughs> is it, it was a little different than normal. Normally, at the Great American Beer Festival is an actual festival. You buy tickets, too. Uh, this year, it was virtual, but they still had, I believe, the brewers that uh, were nominated. Um, they could go in and watch it in, in live. And I ran into, and we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina, one of my favorite local breweries, Noda Brewing. I ran into Chad, uh, the head brewer there, as he had just won a, a, a award. Wow. He won bronze for his cavu cool. and ran into him at a bar that night, um, and just you know got to hear. He was there with another, two other breweries from Charlotte that also won awards. It was really great to yeah, wow. congratulate nice. them, give him some high fives, and that was uh, Pilot uh, Brewing and Protagonist Brewing. Very cool, nice. So, and you also brought some uh, some beers back for us, right? No, no, no. no? Remember, I was in search of swell, <laughs> not swill. Nothing, right. nothing. Uh, I had that really qualified. What a, what a snob. <laughs> well, if it yeah. was free, right? <laughs> all right. Well, Brian, welcome back, Blaine. You had quite a trip, man. Oh yeah, you got us all beat. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I did the Lewis and Clark journey nice. across the United States uh, from Charlotte to. Idaho. That's a uh, long. By, how many days was by that? truck and camper, pulling a camper. Uh, four days of driving. Driving out, just driving. Holy cow! Uh, and four days back, two weeks. Yeah. So it, it was it was a tight turnaround. We made it happen. It was a you know great trip for the family. 
but it was but it was to get beer mainly right oh yeah that's all that's the only thing that we were doing okay, you know okay. the yellowstone and purposes. all that stuff was kind of just extra <laughs> it was a tax <laughs> right off then. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> but yeah man we did the uh you know uh, i've never gone at least by car past nashville and uh you know st louis all that kind of looked you know Mm-hmm. Like the South, kind of, you know, Midwest-ish. And about the time I hit Kansas City, I was like, damn, I'm far from home. You sure were. And uh, and, I, and you kind of see some rocks there, and you're like, okay. And then you you, you think you're out West, but then you hit the cornfields. <laughs> two, whole, two whole days of cornfields. Yeah. Nebraska. No, Nebraska. Yeah. Nice. But, but thank you for growing up. Corn. Yeah. We need <laughs> right. We need it for our beer. We do. Yeah. But for yes. certain beers. Yes. So, I, yeah, I picked up some swill along the way. You sure did. From you have the, a list from of them. The Intermountain West. Yeah. I, put, I picked up Montucky, which uh, that'll be coming up on the next episode. I picked up some Rainier. Nice. Uh, Grain Belt. Grain Belt. Yeah. That's and, an interesting one. And uh, Kokanee, which Matt knows something about Kokanee. That. It was, it was, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I didn't have quite the adventure you did. I mean, I just went up to Michigan, but they've got great beer in Michigan, and I got a, I got oh, a couple yeah. of They also have great lakes. They do have great <laughs> lakes. That was the worst joke ever. It was. Uh, but I picked up Old Style, which is something we'll be doing in a couple episodes, right. and that's a it's a Chicago area beer. So we should get things started because we've we've reminisced enough about and explained enough about you know why yeah. we were off for so long. But we're we're back. This is season two. We we're on beer thirty today. And now, if you were with us at all last season, you knew we talked about Narragansett, and then you you heard our our episode looking back, and Narragansett was our highest rated beer for the entire first season at a four and a half, which is crazy good. Um, and that was the best one. So we thought kick off season two with another Narragansett. This one is called Fresh Catch. It is not quite as big. This is a bit small. It's 12 ounces. So Fresh Catch, it's Narragansett Brewing, 4.2% ABV. This is a blonde ale. On the can it says golden ale, but they're pretty much the same thing. Uh, described as light, clean, dry, biscuity, malty, now, here's something I want to point out. 3.43 rating. The original beer that we tried, Narragansett the regular, was a 3.16. So this is a higher rated beer overall on Untapped. We gave it the original a 4.5. So we'll see if that uh, competes. Now, here's another thing you got to keep in mind. This was $14.99 for a 12-pack. That's $0.10 cents an ounce. That is a bit more expensive yeah. because, you know, if you recall, the original that we tried... Those were pounders. It was a six-pack, and it came out to five and a half cents. This is almost double the price. Yeah, it is still definitely a cheap swill uh, because it coming it's coming in at ten cents an ounce, which usually our cutoff is around eleven or twelve cents. So it's right at the top end. And and, and for the comparison's sake too, to go with that price. So we looked up you know another kind of craft brewery version of a golden ale. We came up with a Lawson's Finest Liquid, mm-hmm. and that was an astronomical fourteen ninety nine for a four pack for what? four pack. Wow. sixteen ounce can. So this, even though it's on the higher end, this is still a deal in my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. And this is going to be and the fact that it's dry hop, the amount of hops that are in it, that's going to raise the price versus. Sure. the other beer that we, we try from them. Okay, and we're going to talk about all of that. One person said this is an ideal summer beer. So we'll see. I mean, you know, we're into the fall, but uh, we, we were able to get it up. Uh, this is now, I really need to point this out. This is another listener beer. This was bought by a guy named Chris Sullivan who listens to our podcast. Right. Oh, he was up. Cheers to you, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Chris is the bringer of the beer. 
So we want to thank Chris because you know he knew we liked Narragansett, and uh, he was really turned on to Narragansett. He was up in the so Massachusetts area, Rhode Island. We've had listeners get us beer twice now. That's so cool. Yeah, we actually have more lined up from listeners that we need to, to get on the podcast. So he mulled this in for us. I thought that this is something he bought locally. Mule. No, no, this you can't buy this locally. Oh, yeah, that's he, he, why yeah. we really wanted to. Uh, this is a special yeah. beer. He he found this up. He was across the ri- the uh, river. Across the, the, I don't know, he was across from actual Narragansett, Rhode Island, when he found this. So I guess this was all the rage up there, and he loved it. So I'm really excited to Me try too. this one. Wow, I'm more um, excited now than ever. Yeah, so a listener beer. We love the listener beers. Uh, so before uh, we go and we, we crack these open, we need to do a little bit of advertising. So I figured we'd bring back uh, little JFK, right? Oh. Let's bring him back. We find ourselves in a familiar place with our American pride on the line. What is the best beer in the world? Let us not seek the craft answer, or the swill answer, but the right answer. And we know that Narragansett is that answer. Brave fishermen toil to deliver true patriots the bounty that God provides. Their fresh catch, served best in a glass. Ask yourself, am I American enough to drink this? Am I American enough to know that this is the best we have to offer? Things do not happen, things are made to happen. And the swill Narragansett fresh catch was made to please. I almost feel like we're not qualified to drink this beer after that 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 advertising, that parody that we had to put together. But I think we're gonna do it right now. You guys wanna crack these? I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to patri- crack mine, even though I know I have to read the can. I can handle it. <laughs> this season two, I'm as patriotic as, as most, and I don't feel American enough to drink this after that. I ad. know. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, right. You've already tasted yours. I cracked it, and I swigged it. So um, before we get to good sw- uh, good uh, first sip impressions, I want to I tell you this. There's a claim that was made by uh, Narragansett uh, Fresh Catch. This was uh, posted to Untapped. It was a little explanation about this beer, and I thought I would read it because uh, once Blaine explains the can, it'll make more sense. But from the fishermen who have fought the harsh waters of the Northeast for generations to the family clam bakes and lobster boils that celebrate their well-earned bounty, seafood is part of the fabric of every New Englander. Since 1890, Narragansett has been the beer that fishermen toil to earn and the beer the rest of us salute with them. This beer honors the risk and the hails the rewards that come with every fresh catch. A supremely refreshing blonde ale that's dry hop with citra for a crisp grapefruit finish. Aromas of citrus and passion fruit are very evident, but mild in the palate. Brewed to be the perfect pairing with shellfish or whitefish. Oh yeah. It kind of sounds like the same write-up from Boat Swain. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Boat okay, Swain. I, can I describe this can? Go for it. Because this is I, it's a pretty can. I love this can. Yeah, this me too. is like it go like if you had a can of you know Old Bay. Yeah, just like all your seafood fixings, like this just fits right in. It's got some the Narragansett slogans made on honor, sold on merit, the famous Narragansett. But it's an all white, beautiful can. Um, it looks like a seasoning for seafood uh, with you know blue navy blue stripes on the top and bottom and just a big red lobster obviously steamed uh, in the middle but he looks alive <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> uh, and then a fresh catch a refreshing golden ale dry hopped with citra mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah 4.2 ABV, 12 ounces. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, just it has a patent seal on it. Does it? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. Well, you guys, we had our first sips. Trademark. Should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. First sip impressions. You said it. It's time for first sip impressions. This first sip impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, I'm curious. What, what, were, what were your thoughts on that? You cracked it? You, you, you tried it? What do you think? It made me flinch. Like, it made you flinch? Yeah. When I, 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 I didn't really get much aroma. I tasted it, and the ta- the flavors just kind of made me f- double take and flinch. And I, I, my first impression is it's not the Narragansett Lager we had before. It's definitely different. That's yeah. for sure. And and I, I think I need a little bit more time to to sip on it and and savor it and examine it. Mm-hmm. But it made me flinch, and it's it's not the Narragansett Lager. And, and I think I think I was going into it with Narragansett on my mind. This is this is totally different. Matt, what are your thoughts? You know, I kind of like the Citra hops. Uh, it's got a bite. Mm-hmm. Um, like the lobster on the bottle or, the, <laughs> like the, or on the can, you know, it's, it's, it's pinching at my tongue. And you're right. I'm not hating on it. I love it. I, I, I actually like it. Hmm. I couldn't drink six pack of them you at couldn't. once. You, you don't know, know until you try. Well, that's true. That's true. I'll just apply myself. <laughs> it's hard to do with that attitude. That's right. <laughs> Blaine, what do you think? Uh, maybe Brian can help me out on this, but I, I almost thought like session IPA kind of when i first tasted yeah, it and because it just it just it does a hitch i just didn't when i think golden ale that was a lot more than i than i bargained for but mm-hmm. um after a few sips in there was a lot going on a lot of diff- different flavors so i thought it was interesting yeah. definitely not the, the the lager like that smooth just refreshing taste so i it may go really well with seafood but oh uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I, I'm still thinking on it. I don't and, hate it. And I agree with you, Blaine. You mentioned se- the session. Or like I'm learning a, stuff. Right. It's like a session <laughs> or maybe even the, what they call the IPLs, right? Which is, you know, hopped up lager. Kind of reminds me of those, which I'm, okay. I'm not a fan of. So it's definitely not your lawnmower beer like the original Narragansett. That's for sure. And I kind of went into it thinking that. But it does. It has that, that more IPA taste. It does have that bite. Matt, that you're talking about, but I think this is a beer you can't stop at your first sips. You really got to give it some time because it's starting to, I think it's starting to grill on me a little bit here. Um, but we, we know a lot about Narragansett Brewer. I mean, we did this back on episode six, way back in April. And, uh, you know, it was our, it was our, our, our favorite. Um, do we have anything else we know about this brewery? Or do you want to talk about the Citra hops or we just, what do you think? No, I mean, I just recommend folks go back and listen to the episode, honestly. It's really informative in the brewery, and you learn about their a beer that's been around and for a while and has been brought back. It's just a really cool story. Yeah, it was yeah, a guy was. who like sort of recovered it yeah. and brought it back um, because it was like fading into... Right. And, and you know yeah. what? In the tease ahead, we're going to get somebody from Narragansett on the Woo! show soon. I've already been talking to them about an interview. That's so cool. That's right. And, and they also, don't forget, there was uh, Sergeant Gansett. Was it Sergeant Gansett from Dr. Seuss books? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that was that's, that's that's what old, stood out. That's, that's old time, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is an interesting one. So um, let's, uh, let's talk. Citra Hops is on there, and I think you can taste it. The Citra Hops are just more of a citrusy 
flavor. It adds like a, they mentioned grapefruit. And I think I'm kind of getting that. And a little bit of, of floral notes to them as well. Mm. Um, right on. Well, I it's think, a, it's I, like you're not going to get your typical the, golden yeah. ale right this. You're, a golden ale is going to have a rounder flavor. It's going to finish, I wouldn't say like an, uh, a lager, but it's going to finish smoother. Maybe it won't have that crispness um, that a lager does. And that's where the difference is here. It doesn't have that round finish um, that a typical golden does because the hops are there to almost give it a lagerish finish. And even after several, several sips uh, in, you know, you think that bite's going to go away, and that bite is still there. So it really it's, it's is. Not, I'm not crazy. I, I think. Well, I'm crazy. I want to try some fish with this. I want to try some, I don't know, some. Some sort of fish. It would, I think it would be really good. Some lobster. I don't have any. You know, I think it, I think it would work if you if you have a lobster and you're dipping it in butter because I think maybe that bitterness oh. from the hops would uh, cut uh-huh. the richness of yeah, the butter. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Nerd talk. <laughs> Nerding out. All right, you guys. You guys ready to rate this thing? Let's yeah? do it. Let's do last call. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is last call. All right, so let's talk to uh, let's talk to Matt about this one in last call because oh, Matt, you just woke up. <laughs> season two, season two, the first last call. The first last call goes to Matt. You just woke up. It's already your second beer. <laughs> it, it is, and I keep looking at this lobster on the label, yeah. and it. You know, having roots in the South, it makes me think of crawfish. And I'm like, I really want a steaming bowl of crawfish right now. <laughs> you want a low country boil? Oh, yes. man, that sounds really good. That's a lot of work, though. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a lot of work to throw a living thing into a boiling pot of hot water. Yeah, you got to peel, peel those little <laughs> And guys. sit around and drink while it's boiled. <laughs> so I, I really like it. Um, and I think it would go good with something that's got an extremely bold flavor mm-hmm. forward pattern on I it. I agree. Um. So I like rate it. it. Rate it. Oh, you want me to rate yes, it too? This is last it's call, kind bro. of what we do. I know it's been a while, but that's <laughs> yeah. kind of how it's. Sorry, I'm, I'm still trying to wake up. <laughs> yeah. um, I, it's I, 9 p.m. <laughs> it's a one. It's a one to five rating scale. By the way, don't judge me. <laughs> oh, judged. I'm like Judy here. <laughs> I would give this a solid three and a half. Whoa. Um, okay. Yeah, I like that. Mm. That bitey hops. I know it's a Citra hops, whatever that is, and Brian the Beer Insider can explain this to us, but I, uh, I'm i a fan do. of the Cascade hops myself. Mm. Um, I do like the Cascade, so this would be probably one of the first Citra hops that I've had, that I know of. Yeah. You still have your morning voice, too, by the way. It's a lot deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I think Citra hops are highly overrated. Honestly, you know, that's one that people go, oh, I want to buy this beer because it's Citra hops in it. Yeah. I know that's my favorite hop, and that's how they talk in the beer world. <laughs> yeah, and, and what it has done is is driven up the price of Citra hops to the point where a few years ago, uh, it's like small craft so breweries, like yeah, small craft breweries could not buy Citra hops, and they had to change recipes for some of their staple beers because they couldn't get it because everybody in the beer world thought that this was the god of all hops. It's it's a good hop, but there are better out there. Um, so sorry, ran, no, ran over. Well, so what's your rating on this one? Oh, you know what? Um, 
and this is a really tough one for me to rate because I, I'm I'm getting a lot of off flavors and unbalanced flavors in this, and I don't know if it's necessarily the beer. Um, knowing that it, it was muled back from New England, I don't know if it went from being cold to warm. And he cold said it again. was on the shelf warm. Okay. And I put this in the in the cooler before the, the um, podcast, if that helps. And thank you for that. I was that. trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, um, I just, just poked holes. Yeah, it, I just feel that it's unbalanced. You get some strong malt, a little stronger than I want in a golden. And then you get like a clash of hops on top of it. I'm getting more floral than citrus. I'm... I'm going to struggle to finish this one. And remember, I gave uh, Narragansett Lager a five. It was a five. Wow. I'm going two on this one. Two. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, man. <clears throat> Blaine, follow that one up. Well, uh, so it's got a lot of flavor to it. You know, a lot of a lot going on. I, I really would be interested to see how this tastes with, you know, seafood, mm-hmm. you know, fish um, and, you know, lobster as it has on the can. But I mean that that uh, that extra bite is not going to go away with that. I I don't I'm not crazy about that flavor. I don't hate this beer, but I just I can't give it a three. I'm going to go with two point seven five. Two point seven five. Okay, uh, you know I get where you guys are all coming from. I think this beer needs to be. Um, I think you need to get it on draft. I think that might change the flavor a little bit. Well, it, JFK I, did say to drink it in a glass. I think you need to drink this in a glass, and I also think you need to drink it with a meal, uh, just to just sit and pounding them back. I think I think this really is. This is a dinner beer. It's not a lawnmower beer. This is a sit down dinner beer. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Uh, and I do think though it's got some really nice flavors. I at first I had that bite. And then I started to, I don't know, I kind of appreciated it more. And I just wanted i wanted a big glass of it. It so got better. It did get better. And I'm going to go ahead and put, I, I agree with Matt. I'm going to do three, five on this. Um, and Brothers just, don't shake hands. <laughs> Brothers got a hug. hug. Um, so here's here's how it compares. Ready? Matt, uh, you last, you gave Narragansett the uh, lager a four. You gave this one a three, five. All right. I gave it a four, five. I gave this one a three, five. Blaine, you gave it a four last time the original and this time 275 now the biggest drop was with brian brian you gave it a five last time as you mentioned and i'll stand by that five any day you didn't even meet him halfway but it's quite but, a drop but what's really interesting though uh john is, is when you at the very intro you said that this had a higher rating from untapped than the logger did yes it did and, and I we wonder, don't agree with that as a whole podcast no, team here i do think insider outsiders slobber snob something you said Back on episode six, I think rings true. You were afraid to try the original Narragansett because you thought at that price, it's got to be terrible. No. I wonder if that plays into the rating. Well, Where it's a cheap beer, so it can't be good. I can't What I appreciated as the beer balancer. What I appreciated <laughs> as dominance. What I appreciated about the, the Narragansett lager was it did taste just like a lot of lagers out there with just a little extra sure like a little extra flavor and that's that's mm-hmm. why i Preach. liked it so much maybe they uh, should have put these that, in 16 ounce cans no that would make it taste better i think it would have helped because i would I, I want another just sip when it's gone well, at, at 4.2 percent you know you could that's have true. a 24 ounce yeah. can it wouldn't matter all right well hey it tastes it was, like it's higher than that it was interesting we had a fun one. That, that was, you know, this was the kickoff. So we wanted yeah. to go back to Narragansett, and I can't wait to talk to the folks at Narragansett. I'm we'll so happy we tried this, though. Yeah, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring you that uh, sometime very soon. We're working it out right now. So, hey, next week, 
have, we, have our people call your people. <laughs> We're going Montucky Cold Snake. Oh. Woo, who is excited about Montucky? Yeah, yeah buddy. Blaine, straight from I, the I, mountains of where did you get this? Driggs, Idaho. Driggs, oh, Idaho. You know, All the way. It, you ain't ever heard of that. No, and you kept it cold that whole time. Yeah. Thank you for we, doing that. I mean, that treacherous mountain drive for that beer so you listen to that podcast <laughs> All right. is it packed in the snowpack of the rockies <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, start, it's about to start snowing there. Will, will i get a rocky while drinking it uh, yes oh, oh it's it's dropping down into the 20s in that region Ooh. this weekend all right, oh, beautiful. All right folks thanks for uh, being with us today make sure you join us next week and every week after that because we're back with season two and we've got some surprises in store so thanks for uh, joining us see you next week